Hey, what's going on, loungers? Thanks again for tuning in our podcast. This is Randy. I'm Alan. And I'm Rob. And we and are, we are the, lounge- the Loungers. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> <sighs> Thank you guys so much for all of your continued support, even though we do things like that. Uh, this is episode 10. We're here. Ooh, we made it. We Double made digits. Episodes. We made the decade mark, bro. Oh, man. That's crazy. It. Cheers. It's been a while, guys. Cheers. Has it been? Cheers. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Cheers. Cheers. We all have yeah. a drink? Yes. Yeah. What right. are you drinking, Randy? Click. I'm drinking my Jack and Coke, you know. I'm drinking a Newcastle Brown Ale. Um, Newcastle, um, Meghan Markle's uh, documentary. It's actually imported from England, so... Huh. Who'd have thought? Wow. And what about yeah. you, Rob? What are you drinking on this special night? Um, I'm, it's local for me. It's the uh, Belching Beaver Brewery. It's from the Belching Beaver Brewery. It is the oh. uh, Miso Honey Blonde. Mm. I was honey like, I, I thought you were going to go with, uh, oh, it's special. It's uh, Dos Equis. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's a local, it's a local <laughs> brewery. Um, it's um. <laughs> It's a Corona. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. So it's been a while, guys. Uh, has it been yeah. two weeks or was it just last week? It just last like week, it's... man. Oh, yeah, man. It's, it was last last uh, yeah, last weekend we were up there. That's the right. Loom. It's just uh, we're recording a little later than usual. That's what it is. Oh, dude. I got Randy's nickname right now. The Puma from the Luma, bro. Oh. all right so let's let's get into our usual uh program here guys alan what have you been up to in this last week actually since the last episode because the last episode ended with kind of a cliffhanger so let's uh continue that story um so last episode we recorded um friday we were recorded yeah. on a Friday, and I think it was May fourth. Oh no, May eleventh that we recorded. <clears throat> right? Was that right? Yeah, May eleventh we recorded. I don't know. And um, yeah, something like that. And um, it was the night before my Iron Man, or the day before my Iron Man race, and um, finished my Iron Man. Uh, Iron Man Santa Rosa, May twelfth, two thousand eighteen. Whoop whoop. Yeah, yeah. Official. Official Iron Man finisher, um, sixteen hours and fifty-eight minutes and forty-four <laughs> seconds, dude. Oh God, um, it was the longest day of my life, um, hands down, um, both physically and mentally. Um, but yeah, dude, um, I still have a, I still have wounds. Um, I have chafe marks on my butt cheeks. Oh yeah, um, fresh. Wow. It's real, dude. It's real. Um, I <clears throat> I did an hour and 41 minutes on the swim, on a 2.4-mile swim, which is um, pretty good considering, like, the last 200 meters I cramped. Um, I cramped in both hamstrings, which was <laughs> – which sucked because <laughs> I'm just, like – I was, like, backstroking, uh, like, into the – like, as far as I could before I just couldn't move anymore. And then, um, and then the bike took me seven hours and fifty-five minutes. There's 112 miles on the bike, and then the run, which is a 26.2 mile run, which is a full marathon, 
took me six hours and 55 minutes. Um, and then, yeah, shout out to Ironman triathlons. Uh, shout out to, shout out to um, Mike Riley, who is the voice of Ironman, or who is the voice of, of Ironman, for saying, Alan Ray, you are an Ironman. That was a and, pretty uh, dope moment. Pretty dope, I must say. Yeah, I mean, oh, so for the loungers listening, um, <clears throat> so when I finished, I was like finishing behind a group of a group of triathletes, but one triathlete in particular collapsed like five feet from the finish line, and um, he collapsed into Mike Riley's arms, and he kind of just like fell onto the ground, and then I was coming up maybe like a couple seconds behind him, and I like helped him up and then <clears throat> we both crossed the finish line together and um all week like all of last week um like people were texting me like i was um featured on a couple instagram pages um and even the guy even the announcer commented on my instagram and uh it was just crazy because my coach was just telling me like dude if you had run any faster any slower if you had biked any faster, any slower, if you had, if you had not been there at that moment, that guy would not have finished. And I was like, "Damn, that's deep." Like so deep. Like he was, he was just saying, like it was meant to be. Like you, you were meant to be there at that moment in time to help him up and finish together and like finish that race together. So I was like, "Damn, all right, well." So there's my calling, and uh, that was my finish, and that was. Pretty much since then, just been resting and just enjoying life. Sick. What about you, Rob? Sorry, that took a long time. But what about you, Rob? What you been up to? Um, not anything as epic as that, other than uh, <laughs> the drive down, which was like a twelve-hour. It was ten it hours. Took you guys, it took you guys a long time. Did it really? It. Well, no, no I don't I'm think thinking... it took us that long. We left it too. Guys... We got here at midnight. Yeah, it was a yeah. drive. But you guys detoured. No, but we stopped. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. we went to the Golden Gate Bridge. I mean, and that oh, <laughs> that, took a, that took a long time in itself because there was so much traffic going down the hill. Yeah, that's um, what yeah. I mean. I mean then, like you guys, you guys didn't actually leave for a long time, so you got home yeah. pretty late. Yeah, and then we stopped for food. That was like all of a thirty I'm minute. So jealous, dude. All of a thirty so minute jealous. stop. Like the guy was like, "Um, it's nine thirty, and we close at 10. I'm Like, bro, don't worry, we'll be in and out trust yeah i'm not trying to chill bro i'm about <laughs> yeah. to do some work mm-hmm. i'm trying to do some work on this japanese curry shout out to coco ijibanya if you guys are looking to sponsor us hands down <laughs> i will fuck some shit up i will i will wow. put i will tattoo coco ichibanya on my chest there it is i'll put it on oh i'll put it on God, my bike dude. every time i win every time i win i'm gonna hold up a poster of coco ichibanya i got you guys that sounds so good right now bro but- Sorry, oh man! Rob, if if get Reddit Reddit gets a hold of this, they they will <laughs> make sure you pay up if we cop that sponsorship. <laughs> oh um, my god! So yeah, we got that drive down. Um, other than that, the I guess big highlights. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned it last episode. I started watching Sherlock, uh, the BBC version on uh, Netflix Ooh. with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman, aka Doctor Strange and uh, Ross. I don't remember what his first name. Everett Everett K Ross. On sure. the yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Really, yeah. Really dope. Good show. Um, and I just watched <laughs> Masterminds, 
with Zach Galifianakis and uh, uh, oh Christian yeah, Wake. <laughs> that was a pretty funny movie, wasn't it? Yeah, it was pretty good. And I mean, I like heist movies, and this was just like a good little spin on it, where you know, uh, <clears throat> everything that can go wrong, can, like does go wrong, and it's it's typical uh, Zach Galifianakis slash a bunch of like SNL cameos or uh, appearances in there too. So that was really good. Um, but yeah, that's that's just been it. Just Netflix and chilling. How about you, Randy boy? What you been up to? Uh, I guess I'll start off with the usual. You know, work grind, baby grind. Uh, there we go. But I've been working on my stream. Uh, I've been streaming a decent amount. Uh, still playing Fortnite. Still doing my thing. Um, uh, thing I realized I did yesterday. I watched, uh, what's it called? The Greatest Showman yesterday, mm. which was pretty interesting. Uh, first time seeing it? First time seeing it. And oh, wow. I was... Wait, Rob, you haven't seen it yet, right? Not the whole thing, no. Oh, man. Yeah, it's a... How do I say in a quick few-word review? It's not bad. It's, I mean, your typical musical, I think, is a good way to put it. The story is all right. Nothing too outlandish. Uh, The music is pretty dope. It's catchy. Um, Mm -hmm. I ran into an issue where the music kind of sounded the same to me. Like, the different songs throughout the movie um so nothing really stood out per se um mm-hmm. but there were dope songs I, i'll give oh, them yeah. that but that was a big one and uh watch deadpool 2 which is what we're going to be talking about today so that was fun but the biggest thing for me was really just uh grinding on that stream playing a bunch of fortnite so yeah yeah um back to the greatest showman it was <clears throat> the way i would like because a lot of people relate it or like compare it to la la land because they were kind of like around i guess kind of around the same time frame like they kind of came around came out around the same time um la la land is more jazzy um like modern romantic like modern day romantic film like rom-com not rom-com but romantic film um Whereas Greatest Showman is more like Broadway-ish, um, kind of very showy, like Broadway show type music, um, and just over the top. Like, um, I mean, it's the movie's about um, was it Barnum? Like Barnum, right? Yeah, pizza and the circus. Barnum, yeah, and, pizza and the circus. And the, and the circus. Yeah. yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. it's not a very, it's not like a biography, but it's loosely based on him. Um, you can kind of just see where it goes, like it's based on a circus, and so um, we can get that get into that another time. But I, I for one, had a lot of fun watching Greatest Showman, and it's very, um, it's a very uplifting movie. It is actually, I, that's a good way to put it. Um, the issues that they run into in the movie were very uh, serious, but they, yeah. it was very a topical. playful tone. Yeah. Um, so it was a good movie. I liked it. Um, yeah. But that was basically it for the last week since you guys have been here. Just grinding. And uh, I'm not going to get into it too much, but I've been looking into and planning getting back into Spartan races since mm. uh, Alan got me all motivated to get off of the couch and uh, get back out there doing some events again. So mm-hmm. that'll... 
coming to the future. So uh, let's get into this, guys. Um, Deadpool 2. We watched it. What do you guys think? Let's just get some initial initial quick reviews, and we'll go into some topics. Alan, what would you think? Um, first off, I thought it was great. Um, I remember we had like one of our talking points was, is it better than the first Deadpool? Um, and the way I explained it to people who haven't watched it was if you like Deadpool one, you'll like Deadpool two, regardless of, you know, regardless of your thoughts on Deadpool one. Um, I said, wait, that didn't make sense. If you watch Deadpool (laughs) one, if you watch Deadpool one and you liked it, you'll, you'll like Deadpool two. Um, Whereas if you would like it more or less, that's completely up to you and how you react to the jokes and the references. I just told people, like, it's like Deadpool 1, same Deadpool, different references. And they were they were more modern, like the more, I mean, not modern, but up-to-date references. Um, and he kind of just, like, pushed the boundaries a little bit more. And it was, it was a lot more fun. And, yeah, I, I liked it. I genuinely liked it. Rob? I agree. I liked it a lot too. I thought I think our previous in our previous podcast we kind of hinted on it a little bit or touched on it a little bit. Um, in that you know we we wanted to do well. We had high expectations, and I think the thing we were most scared of was them kind of redoing jokes from the first one, that suffering like the sequel syndrome. Um, but I think they did a they did a good job. They they kind of capitalized on a lot of the stuff that made Deadpool one work. And just brought some new some new stuff to the table that I haven't seen done before in a comic book movie. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm very satisfied. I'm, I'm planning to see it at least one more time in theaters, um, just to see the, the audience reactions and stuff. Because yeah, it was it was quite quite a uh, hysterical. Um, I ended up seeing it opening Friday, so there was a big crowd and a lot of great crowd reactions. Um, yeah. I did. I feel like I did miss out on some trailing jokes. There's like an initial joke, and then the crowd would laugh, and then I knew he said something You'd else funny. It. Yeah, yeah, you would miss like the second part of the joke or like the follow up. Yeah, yeah, when he would tweak it or something. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm planning on seeing it at least one more time. If I, that isn't any indication onto what I thought of the movie. Yeah, same here, dude. Like, I just I feel like this mo- like this summer alone has had a lot of movies where you can watch it a second time. Like we, Quiet Place, you watch it twice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, it was extra quiet the second time. Oh, super um, silent. Yeah, <laughs> the Avengers: Infinity War, infinite. You know, it just keeps going Jesus, on and here on. We go. And then Deadpool, two, twice. And, you know, it just makes sense. I don't know. Here Randy, what did you think? What about Solo? You gonna watch that just once because it's Solo? Hmm. That's See what I did there. How, how many times did you watch Rogue One? And how many times did you watch Rogue One in the theaters, Rob? I think I saw it three times. Damn! Damn. Come on, bro. Damn. It was messing up, no. messing up the joke. You know, fuck with the wars. <laughs> uh, I saw it once. Oh, I see what you did. It I'm was, so sorry. It was Rogue Three. I mean, come on. Jeez. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> All right, Randy. What did you think of the movie? I thought it was good. Um, I, I know we discussed this earlier and at the time I said that I felt that Deadpool one was better, but mm-hmm. looking yeah. into it more, it's not necessarily that Deadpool one was better. It's just that Deadpool one was the origin 
And when they did the origin, I was satisfied. I was happy. I liked the way they did the origin with the little twist of the adventure. Um, But going back to what I said in the last episode, this was exactly what I wanted. I didn't want more on Deadpool per se. It was Deadpool on an adventure dealing with all those other characters. Like, I feel like they, they established Cable well. They oh yeah um told his backstory his motivation all that good stuff they even filled in the story of uh i forget the the name of the kid with the fire but hope oh no sorry um yes but they filled in his story pretty well uh (laughs) x-force i mean how they recruited him was hilarious that was awesome um all those little things like it it how do I say it? Oh, sorry. They, sorry. they uh, did it pretty well. So I'm very happy on that. I like it. I'm a fan. Um, but speaking of that X-Force uh, recruiting, what do you guys think about that? Uh, Rob, what do you think about that X-Force scene where they were uh, interviewing and all that good stuff? Oh, man. So I don't – I think it's only because recently I've seen the trailer, but at the same time that Deadpool has been in the theater – there's a documentary about our uh, the notorious RRBG, uh, otherwise known as Ruth uh, Bader Ginsburg, who was like the first female chief justice, <laughs> and like there's a huge cult following, like a bunch of millennials like follow her and like stand by her, and she, they have all these like you know kind of well, she has like this weird like Banksy kind of following where like she's on T-shirts and she doesn't know where this is all coming from, like <laughs> where all this crowd reaction, and she's one of the pictures that they're going through when they're like looking for the roster. And so right. I saw that picture of her and I started freaking out. Cause I, yeah, I'm trying to get my wife to go with me to see the documentary also. And so that was like a little Easter egg, but um, that was like one thing for me during the scene, but the whole recruitment thing, it was like textbook, you know, trying to recruit people like montage and like introduce powers and stuff. Um, and I thought it was executed very well. Um, in that, you know, they show their powers, they said their names. Um, I was really surprised to see a Shatterstar in there with the, from Planet Mojo and, and all of that. So I was like, oh, man, they're introducing him, and now he's going to be part of X-Force, and, you know, if they do it, you know, continuing with the movies, he'll be in there and everything. And, you know, after we, we uh, I don't know if we, we hit up or put a little front bumper on this for spoiler alert, but if you guys haven't caught on yet, we're going to be doing full-on spoilers. <laughs> It's a little um, bit now. Yeah, but just in case, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I, I thought that they executed the scene really well, and um, uh, I really liked the the intro. Like, there's a, I don't know how long that, that whole section is. It's, it's probably like 10, 15 minutes where we get the introduction, and then they go on the mission. But that whole scene right there pretty much made the movie for me. It was very well executed. The laughs and jokes that are throughout that part, that scene is is amazing and um yeah man i thought that was that was done really well yeah what about you alan um like i just like the recruiting process was very deadpoolish um in the sense that like it was like i mean it kind of i think they showed it in the trailers didn't they like the recruiting process but they didn't show everybody that was recruited like um i think they only did like domino yeah domino yeah, um, they because did, all the other characters too. were kind of uh, hidden for the most part throughout the trailer. Yeah. Like, Terry Crews, they didn't really show off. Um, 
obviously uh, i forget his name the invisible guy. vanisher <laughs> yeah uh yeah we'll get we'll get into that um yeah all those other characters i think they kept under wraps for the most part um so really we only saw the domino portion but sorry go ahead yeah no i just i thought it was really well done like um i'm trying to think of any other superhero movies where they've done the recruiting process i think it was like mystery team is that right mystery men mystery men yeah mystery men um that was like another recruiting process where it was just genuinely fun and um mm-hmm. yeah like i just i thought it was very deadpoolish very like comical how they recruited everybody um and then meeting all of the characters and then the whole you know the whole build up to the movie was based on x-force so it was like it was really cool to see th- like to see the recruiting process to x-force you know so yeah that's that's what i thought of that scene randy what do you think uh, i thought it was dope um I mean, since we're talking about the Vanisher already, I think that uh, that they had that character in there that was hilarious. Um, they didn't know if he was there or not, and shoot, for all we know, he was there. Um, that I thought that was dope. Um, honestly, me. Oh, and obviously, uh, what was the guy's name? The normal guy, Peter. Oh, Peter. Peter. Yeah, I'm horrible with names. Um, Obviously, that's where he got introduced and the execution of him showing up and how they interviewed him and all that stuff was just hilarious. Um, oh, and then um, the the scene with uh, what's his face in the background, like once they let Peter in, it, Mohinder? Or oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He's like behind him and he just like throws down what he was carrying. He's yeah. Like, <laughs> because he was trying to get in on the team this whole time and he was a normal guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. It, the setup for it was so good because you see like Peter's a normal guy too and then you see oh, what is his is his name? I think it's Dorpinder or something like that. Dopinder. Yeah. yeah. Like dope. He he, yeah. he walks in carrying the shit. And yeah. and where every like any honest is like, oh here we go. <laughs> and yeah, that's like again executed very well. The setup for the jokes and then they just knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Um. So, speaking of, I keep forgetting the invisible guy's name. Vanisher. Vanisher, bro. Vanisher. Yeah. Vanisher. Um, what did you guys think about Vanisher, especially at the very end? Obviously, like we said, spoiler alert. But what did you guys think about that dope cameo? So, um, <laughs> I'll go ahead and say it for those who didn't catch it, uh, who didn't catch the cameo. Um, the cameo was Vanisher was Brad Pitt, which was hilarious. Um, and the reason why they found that out was when Vanisher. <laughs> first off, how how insane was it when they were all like jumping out, and then you just see a parachute just jump out? That was like, hilarious. So, oh no my done so well, man! I laughed way too hard at that. Yeah, <laughs> like it was like because everyone had like an epic. Everyone had like an epic uh, like exit or like fly in, you know. You had Terry Crews who looked epic, Domino who was like super cool, um, Star. I don't know who he was. I forgot his name. I know uh, Rob the knows. The guy that spits. Oh no, no. No, 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 the Asian guy. Yeah, I forgot his name. Anyway, like everyone had like an epic entrance, but then here we are having Vanisher like fly through, and there's just a parachute and then you're kind of wondering like like is it just a parachute 
or is it actually Vanisher? And then, yeah. like, Vanisher flies into a power line and then, like, reveals it's Brad Pitt. And that was, like, the best cameo, like, in the movie that I've ever seen, dude. It was probably one of the best cameos. So, I, you know, again, hats off to Fox and Marvel. Not Marvel Studios, but Fox and Marvel for, um, for just going above and beyond for Deadpool again. Like I seriously, the one concern that we all had was having Deadpool to recycle, um, recycle jokes from Deadpool one. And it did in some cases, but it was well planned, like jokes, like recycled jokes. And then in the places where it was like brand new and fresh, dude, it was amazing and hilarious. So I, I, I thoroughly love that whole X four scene. Rob, yeah, I agree. That that scene was had me in tears. I thought I was gonna like throw up from laughing so hard. Jeez. Um, there were just all these like little moments that were super funny. Like Peter trying to do his like badass jump out of the airplane was just like him. It's like a fat guy trying to get over like a fence. He was like slowly yeah, like edging down. himself off the platform. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally within each of their characters. And then it was just like it was like a Final Destination movie where you saw like Deadpool land, and he's like watching all of his teammates land. And it was just horrible for everyone. Like, like, honestly, while I was watching it, I <laughs> I was kind of like really, especially once it got to like the wood chipper for, uh, I forget the guy that spits the acid. Um, but when I got there, I was kind of like, oh man, the first couple people, it was funny. But I just like, eh, the wood chipper was kind of, eh, and then he kind of spit onto the dude and i don't know the rest of the scene was cool but once it got there to me it just got a little like all right that one wasn't as dope as the other ones um, but. <laughs> i think it was like an escalation thing because like i think i feel like it's like horrible accidents but they kept getting progressively worse like terry yeah, cruz yeah. is first and he just gets hit by a bus you're like oh, okay and then i think it's shatterstar maybe it's vanisher one of them it's like power lines and then the blades of the helicopter it's it just got increasingly bad and then of course it was like wood chipper you see the wood chipper and you're like oh my god (laughs) yeah and then of course uh domino was where did she land did she landed on the rig or like safety like no that's right right. oh no she she broke near it at least thing well she like caused an accident or something right i think i forget um but either way like all these cars flipping around and stuff yeah yeah that was that was a dope scene though once she uh got into the rig that whole fight scene and stuff like that oh speaking of that what did you guys think about that juggernaut reveal that totally caught me off guard rob what do you, what oh, do you man. think about that i was not <laughs> expecting that he when he when he walked out uh because he it's it's out of the yeah out of his like security jail cell thing or whatever and yeah, you man. see the helmet yeah, and you're just like, oh my god, they're doing him. And he's like, huge. It's not yeah, like the yeah. bullshit X3 juggernaut that we got. It was like legitimate comic book juggernaut. And I I immediately jade my peas like right <laughs> then and there. Was, it was a legitimate juggernaut, man. How are you? Oh. And he had the accents and he had the... I mean, he had his dome head on. It was it was amazing. I, I If I could have, I would have stood up and clapped, but I didn't want to interrupt the movie right there, so... Um, definitely, I'm so glad that they're keeping all these big reveals and stuff. Um, 
you know, under wraps at least. I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised though. Within like the next couple of weeks, we get a TV spot where they show Juggernaut or something. Though I hope they don't. I, I hope they don't like, either. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but with like Avengers, like showing like the jokes and stuff on Instagram and stuff now, it's yeah, it's, yeah. It's just a few. Just just give it a few weeks. It's gonna happen. Yeah. I, um, the beautiful woman I went to go see it with actually brought it up to me. Here we go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to toss it out there. Anyway. Um, so she had mentioned that Juggernaut was actually voiced by Ryan Reynolds. You guys know about that? Did no. not know that. That's cool. Uh, she had mentioned it. I like. I tried to do a brief like fact check, but I didn't get around to it. So yeah, I'll have to look into that. But um, yeah, dude, like that was awesome. Like I was, mm-hmm. I was hoping for at least one. I'm the Juggernaut, bitch. You know, like, like I was <laughs> hoping for one, dude, just one. But all in all, it was like. Rob said that he was geeked out, and then, like, even Deadpool was geeked out. He was like, "Oh man, like I saw, like, remember, uh, like, remember me? I was in X Men, Volume One, and he just like started naming off all the comics that they were in together. Again, another perfect Deadpool scenario where he was like self aware, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was so well done. And like, oh man, like that whole reveal was just, I was not expecting it. Like, I totally forgot about Juggernaut, and then, um, having seen Juggernaut. Like in that, like just how big he was. He was huge, huge. And then, um, and then he's like, "I'm gonna rip you in half." And then he just, and, then, <laughs> and I think it was, I think it was just Deadpool. He's like, "Oh no, no, no!" And he, he was totally just enjoying just it. Him in half. Yeah, he was just enjoying it, and it was just like, "Damn, dude!" Like that's that's so crazy. Like, like the whole the whole trailer and the, all the marketing was based on X Force. And they had, they had very to like very little to no screen time, you mm-hmm. know, and just the fact that like, man, hats off to the marketing team at Fox and for Deadpool because they just killed it. Yeah, let's get like, into that. Like, you know, they they killed the marketing. Um, like they led you to believe that X Force was the main, um, the main ingredient in this Deadpool movie. Mm-hmm. But it like it, it wasn't oh, like, at all. And then um it was just it was like based on the trailers, you thought Dead like X Force was just gonna be a big player. You know, like it was just gonna be in the movie the whole time, but like they were literally in there for less than fifteen minutes. Yeah, I think they played it off pretty well as uh he's building up a team, but they never really showed off who the villain was. At least I never got the vibe that it was going to be juggernaut you know what i mean um or even it was, they didn't even reveal that the kid was going to be the villain yeah yeah they had him in a few shots but you couldn't really tell they kind of played it as if cable was going to be a villain yeah which i get it he kind of was um he had his reasons of being there but as far as marketing was concerned they didn't really uh reveal who the villain was who the yeah. villain was which i appreciated a lot which was dope yeah it was good better than batman versus superman <laughs> yeah so what do you guys <laughs> rob what do you guys think about um the marketing in general for this movie the, the the places that i've seen deadpool marketing has been insane it's it's almost as if like it was comic-con or something where you see it like on buses and stuff but not only that, I started seeing reports of like on Reddit where like 
Ryan Reynolds randomly showed up to some like Korean or Vietnamese pop show. Did you guys see this? Yeah, I did. And he's like just like lip syncing and like the audience and the judges and stuff don't know it's him. And then he reveals himself and then they all start freaking out. And I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, they were going deep. What was this? This was, I saw it last week, I think on Reddit. It was on Reddit and they like, he, Ryan Reynolds showed up as Deadpool. No, 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 no. It was was Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. He showed up as Ryan Reynolds, but he was underneath like some mascot outfit so they didn't really know it was him and it was like a singing game show or something like that and he was like singing his heart out dude he was getting it and then Mm -hmm. he took off the uh the costume the head of the costume and it revealed ryan reynolds and they were just surprised on the fact that one he was singing and he did actually a pretty good job and then two that it was ryan reynolds doing it um Mm -hmm. and that was added to the marketing for the movie. Um, but mm-hmm. I thought it was dope. They did a great job with the marketing of this movie. Um, oh, the yeah. fact that they spoofed so many things for this movie. Um, like I know when Avengers was going hard, they were not really copying the Avengers, but they were, uh, they were doing their advertising as like alongside with the movie um because they knew you know what i mean they knew what they were going up against what was Mm -hmm. it almost a month now um right and they needed to essentially catch up uh and they did a great job uh and let's not forget just their social media accounts with ryan reynolds and uh what's his name hugh jackman like I loved yeah. seeing them go back and forth and kind of promoting the movie in a uh, indirect way. It was dope. Mm-hmm. It was dope. Yeah, it was pretty good. I like I loved everything about the marketing. Yeah, it was and good. it's it's oh, good yeah. that it's good that um <clears throat> Ryan Reynolds just is the perfect Deadpool. You know, oh, yeah, like definitely he like yeah. If you didn't tell us like. Ryan Reynolds would just be Deadpool. Like he everything he does is very Deadpool, like very sarcastic, very funny, um, but just an all around nice dude. It's not Deadpool, but um <laughs> Yeah, every, I mean his Instagram account is perfect for Deadpool. Like the way he trolls his wife and the way his wife trolls him. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's Definitely. great. So what were you gonna uh, say, Rob? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. One other bit of marketing that I want to get mentioned too, and hats off. I think it's to Fox or whoever the uh, distributor is, but there's a bunch of like movies that came out, like re releases, uh-huh. and they all had like Deadpool slip covers on them. So oh, I was, like, that's right. Yeah. Covers that we've all seen for movies that we have all known, like The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, or Planet of the Apes. Um, but they're all like Terminator. with Deadpool like spliced in there. Yeah, man. Just really awesome job. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder. Geez, that makes me think of how much money they and must have spent just for marketing. Yeah. Like crazy amount. Granted, <laughs> they didn't. They they went hard. Don't get me wrong, but they were crafty with it. With it, it wasn't just a bunch mm-hmm. of trailers and billboards. No, they thought out of the box. You know what I mean? Um, and I think it worked. Uh-huh. I really do. 
Um, but what did you guys think about the overall story? Like, from beginning to end, besides the cameos and the rid- ridiculousness of it, what did you guys think about that story? Uh, I'll start with you, Alan. Um, it was... I'm trying to think of, like, the whole storyline, but um, oh, it actually, was pretty... Real quick, I'll just do a summary. So, basically, it started... Um, Cable came... Well... It started with, uh, what did he call her? His his girlfriend, um, Vanessa. To, yeah, Van or Vanessa. Um, they were gonna have a kid, or they were planning on having a kid. Um, basically, Deadpool was uh, fighting so much crime, and it caught up to him. So they went to the apartment and killed uh, his girlfriend, which motivated him to basically. Kill himself. Uh, he was trying to kill himself, yeah. And then it flash forwards to Cable, and basically his family dies, so he goes back in time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Deadpool ends up in jail with the kid. Oh, he tries to kill himself. Colossus shows up. Um, Colossus tries to save him and rehabilitate him. So he joins Mm -hmm. the X-Men for a little bit. They go to that facility where the kid is at. The kid is freaking out because he's basically getting tortured. Um, He saves the kid and ends up killing the guy in the process. Or Deadpool kills the guy in the process. So they end up in prison. Uh, Deadpool and the kid end up in prison. Um, Cable shows up and he actually ends up attacking the kid. Deadpool tries to save him. In the process, Cable and Deadpool uh, fall out into the mountains. And the kid gets away and actually meets up with Juggernaut. Um, fast forward. What happens? Uh, um, and then, so Juggernaut and the kid. I forgot the kid's name. It was like Fire something. Fire yeah, Fist. Fire there Fist, you go. yeah. So um, the kid and Juggernaut go back to the school where... Uh, the kid was being tortured, and then uh, Deadpool, Domino, Dopinder, and Cable show up and pretty much try to like stave him off from trying yeah. to kill off that kill off the headmaster. Yeah, because the headmaster um, was actually the catalyst abusing. to yeah. the whole story. Actually, I just remembered a scene. So Juggernaut ripped apart Deadpool. And then later, Deadpool was recovering. And... Oh, we'll get into that. Okay, okay, go ahead. Yeah, you can't forget that. Yeah. So, um, so about the storyline, dude, it was great. Like, um, I wasn't expecting the storyline to be that way. Like I said, in the trailer, it was all about X-Force. And you kind of just assumed Cable was a bad guy, but he wasn't. Um, and, like... As this, as the movie goes on, you kind of like you're kind. You don't know who to root for. Like you don't know if you're rooting for Cable because you know the kid's gonna try to kill the headmaster and become this bad dude because Cable's seen the future. But you don't know if you're rooting for Deadpool because, um, like what happens if Cable is right? You yeah. know, because Deadpool was trying. Deadpool was trying to change his mind rather than rather than trying to kill him like dead uh, cable was and um it you know just the pacing was great i felt like i was on edge the whole time or like i was you know la- if i was on the edge of my seat i was laughing like my ass off um 
and it was just it was just action packed, comedy packed, um, and everything. Like, I feel like there's no holes in the storyline. I can't remember because I just had so much fun with it um, that I don't really I can't really nitpick anything. But all in all, dude, I I love the story. I love everything about the movie. Rob? Yeah, I thought the uh, the story was really good. <laughs> um, Sorry. I was not expecting the Vanessa to to die in the beginning, and I think a lot of the audience was in the same boat with the uh, with the intro James Bond credits. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But, um, instead of being actual characters' names, it was like, wait a minute, did they just kill like, the lead girl? <laughs> and uh, as far as the story goes, I wasn't expecting to f- to actually like feel for Deadpool. And Vanessa's relationship, you know, it was always just kind of like, oh, you know, he's she's just the girl that needed saving in the first one. Mm-hmm. It's not that bad. But um, yeah, yeah, I saw the movie with my wife, and she reacted even to when uh, Vanessa was shot right in the beginning. She could like feel it coming once he was like out of knives, except for the uh, the schmear knife or whatever. And of course, like the bullet going slow motion. Um, and then with you know Deadpool kind of giving up on life, and like the X Men trying to to like bring him on as a team member and him completely failing at that shit. <laughs> and then, um, and then him, you know, still, still having that good guy heart, um, in him to try and save the kid. You know, he said, you know, give me, give me some time and to, you know, okay, we'll give him 30 seconds. And he was like, all right, I'll take what I can get and I'll, I'll try and change his mind. Um, it's, it's nice to see like, you know, he's, he's a brash, anti-hero a lot of the time but you know when it comes down to saving the day like he's still the guy um and i i prior to watching deadpool 2 i watched the first deadpool and before he you know goes into the transformation and stuff he's helping that one girl get rid of that stalker boyfriend or whatever yeah he's still and he i and like one of the things that he does is you know they have these people have to pay the mercenaries and he says to TJ Miller in the first Deadpool, he's like, make sure the money goes back to the girl. Like, I'm not trying to take babysitting money. Uh-huh. And so he's 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 a hard exterior kind of guy, but on the inside, he still has a soft spot. And I think especially he has a soft spot for you know for kids, you know, troubled teens and stuff. Yeah. So um, yeah, I thought the story was really good. I wasn't expecting to to be on the, that roller coaster of emotions through this movie. I thought it was just going to be like a funny action movie and uh, i was thoroughly surprised man I'm, I'm very excited for what the deadpool and marvel studios and fox have in store for us hopefully with the next uh you know is it deadpool 3 or x-force or whatever they're gonna do um i'm um sign me up i already bought my ticket yeah um it's it's kind of funny how in the first one in the first couple minutes he outright says like this is a love story right he's like mm-hmm. He's like, this isn't a superhero movie; it's a love story. And at the end, you're like, oh, kind of, you know, it kind of is a love story, but with a super superhero background. And then in mm-hmm. this one, he's like, this is a family movie. And then it actually kind of is a family movie, you know, like, you know, the big brother, you know, the dad figure, Deadpool trying to save the lost child. You know, like the child is just lost in his ways and like doesn't really have a figure to look up to. And doesn't really have anyone to look after him, but Deadpool comes in and like shows him that there's like there's humanity still in people, mm-hmm. and not you know, and showing him that like if you you know if you kill him, then you are exactly what he wants you to be. Then you're proving him right, you know. Like if he killed the headmaster, so it's crazy. It's a good movie, Ra- yeah. uh, Randy. 
Uh, I thought it was great. Um, overall, yeah. Uh, I mean, I can't really add much more. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm, I, I wasn't really a fan of the kid. Um, if I'm gonna nitpick on something, I didn't really agree with, uh, just his execution. Like, I understand he had a bunch of rage. I understand that, uh, he was essentially scarred. It's just the way I operate as a person, uh, my personality, I take a step back and understand, or I try to understand things. So, seeing him so far gone don't get me wrong i don't know how i would respond in his situation but i would feel like dude if you just took a step back none the movie wouldn't have happened um but like i just said you wouldn't have a story if that was the case so i mean i get it i get it um but overall it was great like i said i got my adventure um it wasn't retelling a bunch of Deadpool again it was literally an adventure with Deadpool in it so I'm very very happy with uh with the movie um speaking of which at the end of the movie when they're walking away you see uh Juggernaut basically coming back out of the water I don't know if you guys noticed that uh what do you guys think they're gonna do with that do you really I didn't notice um, that. You guys didn't I, notice I that? didn't. No, I didn't notice that either. I was hoping for something like that. I was hoping that he wouldn't die, that we were going to get oh, him again. So wow. I'll have to look for him again on the second watch. Yeah, I do when know they're that walking they, away, you definitely see him crawling out of the water. Um, oh, nice. At the end. So Good, spoiler. good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully he's back. Um, I know they're, they are taping Dark Phoenix, and we actually get a little X-Men cameo in the movie too um, when he's in the mansion. Yeah. Uh, so I don't I don't know if he if Juggernaut's gonna show up, but it's someone else brought I saw this point brought up in a Reddit forum that like the only iteration that we get of like actual comic book X Men, um, you know, with intro- introductions like Colossus and Juggernaut and stuff, you know, it's we have to wait until it comes out in a Deadpool movie. So people are just like give the keys of the uh, X Men franchise to the Deadpool creators because they're the only ones doing it correctly. <laughs> And like you know, having no missteps or anything, um, and I think that's definitely true. And um, yeah, so I, I am glad that Randy, that you caught that. I'll have to look for that on my second watch to see him coming out. Yeah, I'll have to look for that too. And to be honest, I was kind of looking for it the first watch, but then I just I don't think I saw like any movement coming from coming from that. So uh, I'll definitely have to check it out again. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the end. What did you guys think about those end credit scenes? Great. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like um Ryan Reynolds or not Ryan Reynolds, but yeah, Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool have kind of just been poking fun at Ryan Reynolds' career um leading up to this, um especially with uh Deadpool and Wade Wilson in um in X-Men Wolverine, right? Origins? No, Wolverine Origins, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, like, it's crazy because, like, you you get the scene, and then the scene before that was when Yukio... Hi, Yukio! <laughs> when Yukio and um, 
and uh, Negasonic Teen Teen. I forgot her name. Teenage um, Warhead. I think. Yeah, Negasonic Teenage Warhead or whatever. Um, when they were fixing Cable's little time thing, and then they're like, "I shouldn't have done that." You're kind of like, "Oh, what is he gonna do?" And then he goes back and like saves Vanessa, and then he goes back and kills off um, the first Deadpool, like the with the mutated um, mouth, and like it was mouth like. It was Shud and then pretty much Baraka from uh, Mortal Kombat. Um, he killed him. And then he goes back and kills Ryan Reynolds as he's reading the uh, Green Lantern uh, script. It was just great. Like, I love how he's poking fun at himself. Like, it, it's great. Yeah, I was a big fan. What about you, Rob? Um, I like him too. And I also, one thing that hasn't been mentioned yet with the end credit stingers was... um. Deadpool came back and saved Peter, which I thought was cool. He didn't save oh, the rest yeah, of the X Force yeah, right. team. He only came back and saved Peter. He was like, "Is that go what home. he did?" I felt like it was kind of like a, a chain effect kind of thing. It, by him saving Peter, everyone else got saved. But now that I think about it, I guess that doesn't make too much sense. <laughs> yeah, he just saved Peter. Everyone else still dead. Yeah, um, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he just felt bad because Peter wasn't really like a super or anything like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what did you I guys think that about good. that? Uh, uh, after he got ripped in half. Oh that, god. That scene following Alan. What did you think? Um, I thought it was hilarious. Like the um, I think the whole rehab process where he was kind of like in the first one, like he was. Re- we were recycling that joke, um, yeah. where he blew off his hand or he like tore off his hand, and then he had the baby hand. Well, we were recycling that joke, but kind of turned it into another thing. And it was the bottom half of his body. And then the whole time, like, you don't see the legs. Um, and then I, I think they panned out and then, like, you see the legs. And the, my theater was cracking up. And then Cable shows up and then he does the little basic instinct thing. Um, I don't know if you guys caught that reference, but he... Cross it, he like uncrossed his leg, showed off his little baby peen, and then, um, <laughs> and then he, uh, and then he recrossed his leg. That was that was a reference to Sharon Stone in Basic Instinct. Oh, yeah, I don't know if you guys remember that one? Yep, mm-hmm. um, but uh, oh man, <laughs> when he stood up, I was cracking up, dude, I was crying with laughter. Like, when he stood up and walked to cable, dude. I was like, I don't think I've laughed that hard at a movie in so long. It was it was probably one of my favorite parts in the movie. Rob. Oh yeah. Oh, well, I'll just real quick. Or Randy. Just that. Or, uh, <laughs> or, like, <laughs> sorry, I was just gonna add real quick on that scene. Just the the part at the end where he's standing up and he's walking, and they were just like, oh my god, he's doing it. Oh gosh, <laughs> yeah. it was so good, so good. Uh, like sorry, pumping him up, dude. That was great. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to add that uh, TJ Miller's just added my new favorite term, which is shirt cocking it, where you just walk around <laughs> bottomless, knock <laughs> out, just shirt cocking. So good. Um, yeah, man. I agree. They. I just when I thought I was like, oh, here we go, dude. They're just recycling that same joke. Um, which, by the way, I I posted it uh, in our little chat room with our friends that. Uh, the, another marketing thing they did was with the Trolley uh, Fruit Candy Company. 
Oh yeah. Where they made that. little edible tiny hands. So <laughs> I don't know what they're gonna do. Maybe they'll do tiny legs for the for the next movie. But um, yeah, man. I I just when I thought they were just gonna recycle this joke, they they tweaked it and made it that much better by having him like get ripped in half, and then have his little uh, shirt cock, oh, baby God. cock. So good. <laughs> so well done. What do you think, Randy? Uh, I thought it was great. I mean, it was. If I'm trying to uh, remember all the scenes, I want to say that was probably my favorite scene of the whole movie. Baby uh, legs. Yeah, sure. The baby legs were really good. I was loving that entire scene. Just yeah, it was good. And then even the interaction with him and Cable at the end, it was it was spot on. I'm a I'm a huge fan. So yeah. Um. So one thing that we haven't brought up that we haven't brought up um that I thought was probably one of the best cameos in any movie that I've seen recently, aside from Brad Pitt. I mean, this this movie was just full of cameos and it was great. But the best cameo um, that I saw in this movie was um, the X-Men cameo. That was good. That was really good. Yeah, I was when, not expecting that, man. <laughs> definitely was not expecting that. Like, first off, when... um he was rolling around in uh, professor X's wheelchair. Hilarious. And then, <laughs> and then they were like, just rolling around. And they're like, how come it's just you guys living in a big house? Where's the rest of the X-Men? Studio couldn't afford it. And then like, you see the beast, um, you see beast. And then like, you see the other X-Men and like Quicksilver in the background, like shutting a door. And I'm like, damn, that was funny. Like, um, I don't know if a lot of people got it in my theater, but I was like, Oh, like you can hear all the, you can hear all the nerds in the audience go, oh, <laughs> like, oh, just like, <laughs> just like, kind of like exclaiming like, oh, shit, it's the X-Men. Like, and part of me wonders, like, isn't that era of X-Men supposed to be in the past? Uh... Yeah, somebody had brought up that it's supposed to be that cast is during the uh, Dark Phoenix timeline, which is in the 90s, which... I mean, technically, I don't know if Deadpool ever states when it's going on. Yeah, I guess that's I think a good it, point. Yeah, at this point, it's just like, it's Deadpool. Like, are we really going to take this movie seriously? He talks to the audience. True. And yeah. breaks the fourth wall how, how often, so. True. Yeah, it's a good so, point. So, yeah, I think, it, I think it's it's an acceptable. And I think if for anything, it's if not it's not supposed to be canon, like, storyline, like, hard-pressed. I think it's more so yeah. we got to get this cameo joke because it just works so well. Yeah. And it was executed amazingly. Definitely was not expecting that. Another one oh. during that whole scene was the um, when um, Colossus was trying to talk to Deadpool, and Deadpool had a Cerebro on, and he was like, "I'm just taking this thing for a whirl. I think I know how it works, or whatever." And Cer- and Colossus was like saying stuff, and then Deadpool was trying to finish his sentences. It was fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah, it was so good. oh my god dude and then he like breaks it oh dude like so good like perfect deadpool like i just you know again we were all so worried that they were just gonna reuse like and recycle jokes and but and he did but it was just great like like the way he like the references he used um like the way he went about his his jokes was just great like i loved every second of it Oh, <laughs> I was yeah. like, wait, that, 
That's yeah, so do I I have a tendency to do that. Just like just like, cut it. Just cut it. And then like <laughs> either Rob or Randy would be like, uh, is it is it is it my turn? Yeah, like, I, I don't want to cut you off, but are 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 you done? <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. yeah, I mean is that that basically it? I mean, I think we've touched on all the points for this movie. Uh I did want to bring up one or a few things that we haven't mentioned yet. Um, one thing was I was surprised how how much of Wade Wilson we got in this movie, like Sans Deadpool outfit, like him walking around with the cancer, yeah, fucked up skin. I was yeah. surprised, like he was walking around the whole X mansion or with mm-hmm. Vanessa and stuff. Um, and then uh, the flip side of that is how much we got of Deadpool as Deadpool. It wasn't like you know a lot of the complaints that we get with the with the movies is that they're iron man's mask or spider-man's mask has to get some blasted off to, so that we see the actor emoting and and giving his lines and stuff but you know fox and the deadpool creators and stuff have no problem leaving ryan reynolds in the mask and just having him dole out his lines that way like at no point do they do that you know because like in the comic books that's exactly what we get too is him being deadpool with the mask on the entire time and it's, it's the same for all the other superheroes too like Hardly ever do we get Spider-Man with his mask off, like talking to everybody. You know what I mean? True. Yeah. So again, hats off. I really think uh, Deadpool is in a good home, and uh, hopefully, with the new Fox ownership uh, by Disney and stuff, they you know, kind of let that let them do their thing and let the company still keep making money for them. Um. Yeah. Anything? Uh, another thing I wanted to bring up was Domino's powers. How did you guys like the execution of? her powers in the movie i i honestly i was like dude there's no way and even like deadpool was like luck isn't a superpower and she's <laughs> like ah, i beg to differ and like ah, i think it is ah, and they just go back and forth and um like seeing like seeing how luck actually played into it i'm like damn dude like she <laughs> is lucky and like oh man like i forgot like i forgot every scene where she came out on top but like it was mostly really good, like, like the whole. Um, I think when they crashed the semi, and then there was like a panda inflatable just chilling there. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. come on, what are the odds of that? But again, luck. Like, luck is her superpower, so that was great. Yeah, I thought it was dope. Uh, Domino's powers. I mean, they were cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's luck. It's pretty straightforward. Uh, I thought they executed it well. Uh. I'm a fan of her. Yeah, and, oh, I'll go right. What's up? I was going to just say, like, uh, what I liked about it was that they didn't make her super overpowered with it. She yeah. wasn't just, like, one-shotting everybody and, you know, snapping her fingers and getting uh, Juggernaut's head uh, helmet to come off. Yeah. It was so, just happening. Mean? Like, it was, she just was in the right place at the right time at every time. Right, right. Yeah. Um, one thing that we forgot to bring up um, was how much... Like, how much they poked fun at the DC universe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they did. Like, like, first off, Green Lantern. Like, the whole thing where he's, like, making fun of how shitty of a movie Green Lantern. And then, um, I think, like, I think it was when Cable first met Deadpool. And then he Deadpool got his powers back. And then Cable, like, punched him and he... And uh, I think they were fighting after Deadpool like used a gun on him the first time, and then Cable's like, "Who are you?" And then <laughs> Deadpool's like, 
I'm Batman. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was so good. And then, oh, um, and the times they brought up Martha. Yeah. Uh, a few times, actually. Yeah, like, I, and then um, the whole thing, like, 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 why are you so dark? Like, are you sure, like, like, you're not from the DC universe? Like, it's just so good. And I just wonder, like, what's going on through the Fox execs' heads when Ryan Reynolds is are is pitching these ideas, like, in the meetings and saying, like, hey, we should make fun of this. And yeah. then, and then, like, the execs are like, uh, I don't know if I have the money and the budget to pay for royalties for talking shit about DC and Martha. You know, like... I want to know what's going on, like in those business meetings. Thinking, like, all right, so Ryan wants, Ryan wants to make fun of, uh, um, you know, DC. Can we afford that? You know, like, or like, I wonder what DC is saying, like, if they were along with it or whatever. Um, so yeah, um, another cameo, another cameo that we uh, kind of skimmed over, but was in there was when Cable first showed up in the movie, like in the present movie, like present day of the movie, was uh, when the two Hicks were talking. Like the two uh, hillbilly dudes were talking. Yeah. You were talking about bidets or whatever? Yeah. So one of the hillbillies was Alan Tudyk. Really? From, um, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a dude from uh, Dale. Rogue and, 3. Oh, yeah. Rogue 3. <laughs> um, but um, was it Dale and something go like that one comedy horror movie on Netflix, uh, Tucker and Dale, like that movie. I don't know if you guys ever watched it, but that was a pretty funny movie. Um, Alan Tudyk also voiced Hey Hey yeah. from uh, from Moana, uh, Moana. And which is also weird because it was all just just chicken sounds. Chick- yeah, exactly, chicken sounds. <laughs> he also did a uh, Rogue One. And what then did he, he also. Rogue One? He was the uh, robot dude. Oh, okay. If it's the yeah. same guy, then he was in Frozen and uh, Zootopia. He's the guy from Dodgeball, right? Yeah. The pirate, pirate. guy? Pirate. Yeah, yeah. pirate Steve. Yeah, Steve so the it's pirate. the same guy. It's the same guy. It's He voiced. Uh, in, you know, it's funny. I know this because I watch these movies on a daily basis, but he was also the weasel in zootopia and he was the duke of weaselton in frozen <laughs> <laughs> he was also king candy from yeah. Wreck-It ralph yep so he's doing a lot of work the and he was also in um up. yeah he was also in uh uh serenity right rob yeah he was the uh the pilot wash yeah. yes yeah dude alan tudyk he's interesting i didn't notice he's yeah, he's awesome in everything he's done. He's also in that movie with um. <laughs> we want to thank everybody for yeah, tuning into the yeah. Alan Tudyk podcast. <laughs> yeah, he's also in that movie with um a Nice Tale. He has he's a, yeah. a Nice Tale. Crowd. He's the he's like the uh, announcer guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the guy that the the hillbilly that Alan Tudyk was talking to was actually Matt Damon. Did you guys know that? No way. Yeah, dude. How are you missing this stuff, Randy Boy? Come on. I didn't notice. Credit. I was too busy looking at cable. I'm just kidding. Cool <laughs> no, nah, this is it's all something that I like looked up later. No, uh, they dude, had way, look- they had a bunch of prosthetics and stuff on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, Jeez, it was okay. very- I was like, what? I missed those? Man. <laughs> yeah. I was dude. in the zone. 
Um, and also, one of my favorite parts of the movie was the whole like interaction between Wade and Yukio, dude. Oh, like, every time. Oh, yeah. Every it worked time, every dude. time. So good. Yeah. Like, every time, like, Wade was like, Hi, Yukio. Hi, Wade. Then, <laughs> Hi, Wade. And then so he's like, mm, and then like put the heart up or something like that. <laughs> like, oh, dude, it was so great. Like, like every, ah, oh, man, I need to watch this movie again. I was like, uh, like Rob and I like caught the end of the warrior game last night. Um, and we were at a bar and we was just like, well, what do you want to do now? And we're like, we can either get another beer and watch the end of this, mo- the end of this game, or we can watch uh, Deadpool two again. And then uh, I was like, ah, oh, you know, that sounds fun. And then I was like, uh, $16, $17 for a movie versus $8 for this beer. And we get to watch another, you know, we get to watch the end of this game. So I was like, ah, we'll just get another beer. I mean, but you know, you wouldn't have that issue. Oh, God. I don't <laughs> want to get into you that. Had a movie pass, I'm just saying. Just oh, saying. my God. Freaking <laughs> nudge, pass, nudge, dude. you know. <laughs> All um, right. I yeah. think uh, we hit all the topics. Let's... What about what about all the MCU references that Deadpool uh, said? I want to get this out there. My favorite oh, one had okay, to have been <laughs> Deadpool on top of Juggernaut with his sword yes, trying to dude. pull the helmet off, and he's like, "Sun's getting real low, big guy." Oh <laughs> man! Almost I totally forgot about hair. that. Jesus, wow. so well done. Man. Yeah, that was a good one. Really good one. Yeah. And the hats off to Deadpool team knowing that once you get the helmet off, he's not powerful or anything anymore. So that in itself was another callback to the to the nerdy guys too. So yeah. they're looking out for us. Yeah. Didn't they mention um, Thanos at some point? Yeah, he called Cable he Thanos. Called him Thanos. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then he calls um Domino Black Black Widow. <laughs> which was pretty funny. <laughs> which made sense because it's like Oh, okay, like you can fight yeah, can really well, it. but you don't really have superpowers. Okay, yeah. and then he calls Dopinder Brown Panther. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, and then oh he um he mentioned uh Cable's arm. He's like, who's this guy with a Winter Soldier arm? Like, <laughs> oh yeah, he did. Oh, um, what else did he so... talk about? Um, I think when he was losing his powers, he goes. He was like mentioning, he's like, oh, just give me a bow and arrow and call me Hawkeye or something like that. Yeah, I do remember <laughs> that. Pretty much Hawkeye. Like, dude, th- like, he's the whole, I'm telling you, dude, the whole marketing team, the whole studio is just kicked ass with Deadpool 2. And like, I hope, I hope they see how well he's done um, and how much the, like, how much the audience loves, like, his theme. You know, like, I hope. I hope the um, numbers reflect that. I remember the first uh, Deadpool two. The first Deadpool was just great, um, and then like it kind of like broke off box office numbers. Um, this one, I don't kind of don't see it doing as hot because it's right after the Avengers: Infinity War and right before Solo. So you're kind of getting all the geeks and the nerds like like uh, you know without movie pass like. Without movie pass, they're like, ah, I, you know, I gotta be, I gotta be really like, I gotta choose which one I want to see in the theaters and which one I can hold off on. But then, you know, me being me, I'm just like, ah, I gotta watch, I gotta watch all of it in the theaters. Probably watch Deadpool multiple times and, you know, Avengers I've seen multiple times. So, yeah. All right. Anything else? Anything else we miss, boys? 
Uh, Rob, if you have nothing. I also wanted to bring up um, Matt Damon. He is also the guy from... I'm just kidding. I didn't want to bring up all the Matt Damon I was Damon like, movies. okay, where's he going with this? Here we go. Also I just think, in, uh... I think it's funny that we brought up like 10 of Alan Tudyk's movies and always <laughs> and then Matt Damon, and then we just moved past it. Honestly, like, I was just like... I, I'm a big fan of Alan Tudyk, dude. He was just... He, like, everything he's done is just fucking funny. Yeah, if you haven't seen it yet, Alan, I highly suggest you watch the YouTube video of Alan Tudyk walking into a door at the uh, Skywalker Ranch. I think it's Skywalker Ranch. What? He got invited. That's he so got invited. random, dude. Looking it up right now. <laughs> it's like a super popular movie. He's like, uh, they're giving him a tour because, of course, he's, he was doing Rogue One and stuff. And he, like, one of the guys opens a door or something or he doesn't see it. And he, he fucking hits his like mouth on it oh as it's gosh. opening. It's so good. Is it Sky? Anyway. What is it called? Skywalker Ranch, or uh, you could probably just type in Alan Tudyk door. door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was at Skywalker Ranch. It's wherever they have the warehouse with all the uh, memorabilia and stuff. I don't know. Maybe it's Hidalgo's house or whatever. I mean, I'm trying to find out where it was. I'm trying to find yeah. it right now. Yeah, no worries. I I can send you the link. It's yeah. all good. Yeah, we'll worry all about right. that later. Uh, I'm worried about it right now. <laughs> I gotta I, see well, this. I gotta. Alan has to add it to his um my watch later list. His, <laughs> no, to his filmography for Alan oh Tudyk. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Uh, dude, Josh Brolin is having. I don't know if you guys saw the trailer for Sicario yet, but he's having an amazing year. Uh, I I mean I'm not trying to downplay him. Because he's sounds been like in a lot of good movies. No, no, no. Because he's like been in good are. movies. He's <laughs> obviously an established, uh, an established actor. But what I'm trying to get at is that, like, he's there. You know what I mean? Like, he made it. Like, dude, he has two giant movies coming out back to back. Like, good for him, dude. Like, he he made it. Um, no, he's about to have a third one come out too. Well, yeah, yeah, but Sicario, I'm talking about yeah. as far as like superhero, like big crazy movies. I mean, Sicario mm-hmm. is gonna be big, but it's no Deadpool Avengers movie. You know what I mean? Um, so good for him. But when's the last time Josh Brolin had like a movie like this, or like had like a year like this? Never. That's what I'm saying. He made it. Like he's been okay. in good movies. But he's never been on this level before, so good for him. Yeah, yeah. So he's uh, he's, he's slowly getting up to like Alan Tudyk level, is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Slowly getting there. <laughs> I mean, Alan Tudyk hit Star Wars, Pixar, Serenity. Oh man. I, I mean, Dodgeball. Let's Dodgeball. Forget, you know. Oh. A nice Wait, wait. So wait. So it has Alan Tudyk? Is he? Uh, he's done the Triple Crown. He's so he's done Star Wars, he's done Pixar, he's done Disney. Because is does this count? Is Wreck It Ralph D- Pixar? Yeah, it's Disney. Wreck It Ralph. Yeah, he's King he was, Candy, bro. He's King Candy, oh, dude. duh. Yeah, sorry, I was thinking of Frozen. But is is Wreck It Ralph Pixar? Uh. Or is it just Disney animation? I think it's just. Disney All right, animation. here we go. Wreck It. I think it's just Disney. Sorry, for the loungers that don't know, I'm very fascinated with people that run what I call the Disney Triple Crown, which is if they're in a Disney movie, like a Disney animation, Pixar, and Star Wars movie. 
So far, only Sammy Jackson, I think, has a triple crown. So, um, Wreck-It Ralph is actually Disney animated, not um, Pixar. Yeah. So, he's been in Disney animated. He's been in Pixar. He's been in Star Wars. Has he? Moana. Uh, Moana. Are you sure that's Pixar? Oh, wait. No, no, no. That's not Pixar. I think that's Disney. I don't think it's Pixar. Oh, shit. Oh, what's the Pixar, dude? All right, here we go. We're going to start looking at Alan Tudyk's <laughs> filmography, oh, dude. Jesus. You started there, bro. You started I'm sorry. There. I was just hyped for another someone else to, <laughs> to bestow the triple crown. Um, oh, no, Zootopia. He He's been in Zootopia. That's not Pixar. It's not? The most recent Pixar movies were Coco, Cars 3, Finding Dory, and then The Good Dinosaur. Uh, he was in Frozen? That's not... Pixar. <laughs> oh my god! What uh, the Pixar, bro. You guys are kind of yeah. You're blowing my mind with what isn't Pixar because I thought all those movies. Yeah, <laughs> no, I got the list of Pixar movies out right now. Honestly. Yeah, no, I believe you. I just you're my, you're blowing my mind with what's actually considered yeah. Pixar movie. That's nuts. Okay. No, so Shoot. I'm looking at his filmography right now. I don't think he has Marvel Studios. Um. Yeah, just have me Marvel Studios. Uh, yeah, but would we picture. consider Deadpool? I know it's not yeah, Marvel it's, Studios. It's under the Marvel Studios banner, isn't it? I got the no, the no. It's just Marvel. It's Marvel. Oh, that's not considered. Okay, all right. It's not that's MCU. Fair. No, it's, it's not, not MCU, canon. but it's still Marvel Studios. Though it still has the comic book. No, it's Marvel. Now. It's, it's just Marvel. Marvel trademark, but not Marvel oh. Studios. Oh. Yeah. Damn. All right, I'm over here jumping the gun. No. no, so he's he has not hit the triple crown. He has Shoot, he's, all right. hit, he's hit Rogue One and that's it, dude. Fail. I mean considering considering how well like Zootopia Moana and Big Hero Six did, because he's also in Big Hero Six and Frozen, would you consider those at least part of the triple crown because he's been in Disney animated? If somebody finished the Iron Man at twelve oh five, would you consider them an Iron Man? Oh, no, I'm just saying. Bro. No, bro. <laughs> no, dude. By the All way, right. we were like, weren't we there at like min, like a little past midnight? And right when they hit the 17 hour mark, they were just like, "All right, tear the shit down, all of it." Yeah. And like, dude, like I remember, like we were walking past, and there was like at least like one or two dudes that were trying to like run into the finish, and it was just lonely. I mean, that's like, rough. <sighs> You got to think of the uh, people that are running the event, though. Dude, it's already midnight. And they've been running the event for days. You know what I mean? As far as the... What's what's another 10 more minutes, dude? (laughs) I guess, but when you're you're paying people hourly... I I mean, I don't know. I get it. (laughs) Either way, you finish, bro. I did. And we didn't get to say this. We might as well say it right now before we end. Congrats, bro. You did it. Thanks. You did it. Thank you. You're our Tony Stark. Oh, man. Boom. Our Iron Man. Oh, All right. Man. Let's end this, boys. Uh, I just had one last question. Final question. Here we go. How many thumbs up? Bro, if I had... Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> uh, Alan, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if Rob is there. Is Rob even there? I'm, lo- I'm doing all this oh. uh, Alan Tudyk research right now, man. I'm trying to make him 
Trying to make it work. Oh man. Um, Alan. Uh how many thumbs up? I mean I only have two. Uh so I'm just gonna have to go with the two. You know, oh. like if I had to put it on a scale of one to ten, ten being the best, um yeah. I'm gonna have to give it a solid eight. Ooh, I like that. Damn. I like that. Rob, okay. you ready? Yeah. Where are you going? I'm gonna go two thumbs and a and I'm shirt cocking. So that's like three, <laughs> three, three appendages in the air. Um, I'm, I, I'm gonna give it a nine. It, it had maybe there's, there's. I can't give it a perfect score. It wasn't a hundred percent like the the best movie ever. I'm gonna say that just for like La La Land. Um, but yeah, it's definitely the nine out of the ten. Okay. All right, all right. Yeah, I'm giving it two. With I'll go with eight. I'll go with eight. I'm the tough critic, and I'll go with eight. You know. But you said it wasn't as good as the first one. Yes, because I, well. I prefer I prefer the origin the story. The origin story. Ah, uh, yeah. okay. That's right. why I'll be the tough critic. Uh, you know, it was a good movie. I just prefer the origin story over this adventure. Yeah. All right. So, I'll go with that. Cool. So, uh, yeah. Until next week. Thank you, everybody, for stopping by. Um. I was live streaming this as well on my uh, Twitch channel. So if you guys want, feel free. Check out the video of me recording this. It's really Ooh. just me sitting here talking. Talking. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of boring. But Did you have any followers or viewers watching? Uh, I did. I did. I had uh, a few people stop by, say what's up. Um, and what about um, viewers? What about the dude? I uh, forgot his name. Dang, you forgot his name. Yes, he did. McLovin McLovin did stop by. What is up? Uh, He actually had to go because of all the spoilers, and he hasn't seen it yet. Oh, good for him. uh, Yeah. yeah. Or her. Um, It'd be her. I don't know. So thank you for stopping by. If you guys like what you guys saw, hit that follow button. Uh, If you guys like what you heard, hit that follow button on Podbean or Google Play or iTunes or wherever you're listening to this at. Make sure you hit that follow button. Um, We should be back next week with another episode. I'm Randy. I'm Alan. And I'm Rob. And we are The Lounge SD. (laughs) (laughs) Put your dogs away, bro. Oh, man. (laughs) Are we ready or what? Bro, Let's you're the one farting up a storm. Yeah. All right, here we go. Are we ready or what? <laughs> one, two. <laughs>